Oh, you don't need me to do nothing? I don't need to capture nothing for you? No. Ooh, she high tech, honey. I ain't got to do nothing but talk shit. Grab your mug and take a chug. He's about to spill the tea. Saucy chatter on subject matter. It's just between you and me. Sit on back and hear him yak. It's gossip to a tea. It's cup of joe. Cup of joe. Joe. Hey everyone, and welcome to Cup of Joe, a podcast about all things I'm obsessed with, from Real Housewives to RuPaul's Drag Race, and so much more plus the candid celebrity interviews you won't find anywhere else. I'm your host, Joe Drake, and this week we are welcoming Drag Race Royalty. She is by far one of my favorite queens with or without Drag Race. You saw her on season four, All-Stars 1 and All-Stars 4. She is large and in charge, chunky and funky, bold and beautiful. Please welcome to the stage, Latrice Royale. Oh, I'm on a stage. Oh my Mom, God. Bitch. The world is my stage. I tell you. You know what? I've seen you since the last time. I know. And I miss you. I miss you. I was watching that interview and I was like, we kiki that day. No, was that? That was fun. It was you and me and Jasmine. Oh my God. That's a recipe for disaster. You know what? That's a good, that's a good threesome. Don't tell your husband. I love it. Speaking of your husband, how's quarantine life down in Florida? Uh, you know what? I I wish I could say uh, don't know. I don't wish, but uh, <laughs> I I don't have bad a bad report. You know, it was an adjustment and a learning curve for all of us. Right. But this was one of those moments where you have time to sit and actually think and make choices and decide what you want to do and what's next and how do you want to come out of this and how do you want to get through this? Right. Um, and so we got through it. We had our own struggles, you know, and we grew as a couple through that uh, because we've never spent this much time together, you know? Um, so it was a real getting to know you experience, but we are thriving through this. Good. And I feel like um, we both were able to, focus on our careers he has a new single out and um he's working on his his music and working on his solo piano album and just really uh getting into his art and i'm i'm so proud of him for that because that's what attracted to me me to him because he had his own thing going on right up in me so although he's helped me a great deal through the pandemic we've produced together but it's been a great time for him to get established as Christopher Hammond, the musician. Absolutely. It's important to do your own thing because like you said, I mean, you go through your own ups and downs in trying times like this as a couple. Uh, it's no joke. No joke. It's a test. It is a test of the emergency broadcast <laughs> system. It's so uh, like you, <laughs> but you know, like the realization of it all, like, you know, even when it felt like it was like the walls were crumbling in on you, uh, on us, rather. Right. Uh, the aftermath was just 
the realization of that, you know, we actually, you know, we, we knew we found each other and I would not want to go through this with anybody else. I couldn't see myself going through this or alone for that matter. So right. retrospect, I'm so blessed to have him, uh, through this. And, uh, I don't know if I would have survived it the same way. Had right. Not, but you know, how long have you guys been married now? We've been married for two years, uh, okay. but we've been together for eight. Hey, uh, good thing you guys got married before this, because all the weddings that have gotten canceled right. and postponed, bitch. Mm, I feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cynthia had hers, honey. <laughs> Has it been easier <laughs> since you guys are in sunny Fort Lauderdale or what? Yeah, because, I mean, there are worse places to have to quarantine than... Honey, Miami. this New York winter was not cute. Baby, it has been wonderful. <laughs> we have our pool. We sit out on the lanai. Yeah, it's <laughs> it. girls moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, and we, we're very blessed because we bought this house right before the pandemic. We got got it, the keys, like December 2019. And then almost oh. stopped March 2020. Uh, okay. And it was like, oh, well. Somebody has a real wicked sense of humor because this is not the time. No, guess we're here to stay. So we good, though. I think I saw on your husband's Instagram the in-laws came to visit. Yes, they just left. We just got to spoil them. We've never been able to um, host them in our home. We've always, they've come and we put them up in an Airbnb or something like that. Right. Um, And then he's never been able to host his, this is the first ever time oh like right ever oh that's time. amazing so yeah we definitely did some things and did a new chapter in all of our lives I, they came and they were only here for a couple of days but we spoiled them rotten i cooked the house down we had steak in, uh, the first night and then they wanted a seafood bowl so i did a pickled seafood boil oh uh. um, and we ate till everyone could not even. That is, am- where are they from? They're from uh, Tazewell, Tennessee. Um, Ooh, I don't yeah. even know where that is. Yeah, it's East Tennessee, but it's like, or uh, um, how do you say? Uh, like Away from Knoxville. It's an hour and a half like from Knoxville. Okay. So it's outside of Knoxville, and you still got to drive to get to the airport. So, like, oh, well, based on the photo, they look like lovely people. <laughs> Very lovely. And okay, they had good. A blast. Yeah, they had a blast. Oh no, I wasn't gonna have it no other kind of way. Like, we no. Yeah, we were gonna have a good time no matter what. Right. Can I can I make a confession? I've never been to Fort Lauderdale. Where have you been? I've been to like everywhere else in Florida, Key West, Key Largo, Orlando, Miami, Tampa. It's, but I hear the reason I bring it up is because the, my gay friends that have been are like, it is actually the most fun gay destination in Florida. Like it's the only gay destination in Florida. And so now I'm like, wait, no one told me that. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. They have a whole, whole like uh, drive designated for your kind of people. Right. You're, and I'm not really a you're, Miami. You're, you're a homosexual, right? I am of the homosexual <laughs> persuasion. <laughs> Can't you tell by my bangs? I mean, I would have never get. I've, I've seen. Yeah, no, not. You, 
with that hair flip you just did, baby. Yes, you are good. Well, listen, let me tell you, because being up here in New York, all the New York gays fly south to the in the winter to Miami. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really a Miami no person. No offense. They're not either. Um, they're not either. They're just faking the <laughs> funk. They're uh, faking it. They're faking it. But you would fit in so lovely. Okay, you I'm coming. Very, you are very S and M type of uh, gal. I can yes, tell. bitch. And so, um, yeah, you can stand over and model at the Alibi and okay, the Hunters. You seem like you like that kind of girl. I'm only coming if I can stay with you and Christopher, and you do a seafood boil. Oh boy, yeah. Well, that's a dandada. <laughs> Easy breezy. We got a guest room for you. Yes. Well, so in the in the pandemic times, you and Manila have been holding down pos- podcast land with the chop. See, that's something new that happened in the pandemic too. Right? Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> who knew? Who knew this would be in your future? <laughs> Did not know. And um, when they asked me who I would want to gal pal with, I was like, "That's a no brainer." Yeah, duh. <laughs> so that was so easy and um it was like we already had our theme song i mean <laughs> we had oh it was done it. it was done it had been <laughs> already done had hers <laughs> and we um we i i've noticed just at, like my through my own experience of uh it's getting better because we were both newbies neither one i've been on other people's podcasts but i've never right. hosted in a situation like that and so um, we've gotten, I think we found our, our, our legs and footing and it is so easy, breezy, fun. And we have a good So time. fun. And you guys are doing oh, two a week, right? Yeah, we do two a week. Um, we, we, uh, because, we, because we do the coverage of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, whatever franchise it is, whether it's right. Holland, Canada, uh, UK, we just finished. We're waiting on Espana and done that down under um you know and so uh that's our tuesday show and that's really just about that but we don't right. really talk about us you know and so then we've decided to uh have a little chit chat check in with just us for thursday yeah so, y- you got to do um, some stuff without talking about drag race all the time all the time because miss rupaul is out there giving us every country all-stars like literally it's never not on vh1 <laughs> correct correct so you know our docket is pretty full when it comes to the drag race yeah franchise, but we want to check in with us because it has been very therapeutic i've been able to just say and do and whatever's on my heart you know what i mean and, right um, and it resonates with others so it's- no i know it's uh, recently i was talking about therapy with a friend of mine and i was like I don't need therapy. I have a podcast. That's, I'm telling you, I didn't know, but it is. It is so. It's like, yeah, I'm getting paid to get y'all. Y'all my therapist. So right. I say what the hell I want to say. So. Would you say that Manila is your bestie of the drag world? Oh, for sure, hands down. I mean, it's like, like we're the closest. As far, yeah, the closest. But then, like, yeah, know, who else? Yeah, like Willem, Jackson, okay, Detox, like uh, Bianca, Shangela, like these are the girls who like all all stars only, please. 
All stars only. Please, if you haven't been on All Stars once or at, at least once, you can't sit with us. Girl, if you got kicked off first, don't even come unless you're pork chop, okay? <laughs> unless you're Vanjie. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but um, no, but yeah, those no. are the girls that have uh, not to put words in your mouth, but those are the girls that have been doing it since the beginning. Yes. And like yes. laying the foundation for what Baby. you know what this shit show is now right exactly you can say yeah. it i'll say it for you um <laughs> well, works in pioneering for what for what right. um no it's 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 these girls are like all about longevity and they're still doing it and doing it well so this is like um the the crew that that i roll with you know mm -hmm. i don't um not connect with the new girls but there is definitely a generation gap you know right i'm a little bit too old and too busy for what they're doing right well it's crazy speaking of drag race uk and even i guess this season it's crazy seeing some of these young queens that are like i got into drag because of season six i'm like what yeah I mean, because I've been watching since season one. Hello, because you old episode you. one. Because I may look twelve, but honey, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I'm eligible for the vaccine. Okay, <laughs> been eligible. <laughs> uh, no, I mean for real. It's like it's crazy to think that uh, now we're already into this new sort of next generation of queens that not only have gotten into it so young, but I'm reminded of, uh, what's her name? Ellie Diamond from UK. She's 21 and I'm like, makeup is perfect, looks are perfect. Like my friend said, my best friend Brian was like, she knew how to master Drag Race because she grew up on it. Like she knew how to play the show. Yes, and that's it. But, you know, it does come with a price because do you want to go buy a ticket, go see her show? Um, I don't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> the hesitation is real. And that's the part. So you look great, you got mm -hmm. all those tools, mm -hmm. but the one tool that you can't, you either got it or you don't. It's right. Entertainment factor, that wow factor. And it's like, <laughs> I can look at you for 30 seconds and then what? No, I love that you said that because that's what I've been saying as a fan of the show since season one, I when I watch with friends, that's the one thing I always say is, well, they're like, oh, I like her. She looks great. I'm like, well, would you buy a ticket for her show? Because this is not America's Next Top Model, honey. And it's not, baby. <laughs> I mean, for some of them it is because they're getting modeling contracts now. You know, and right. as the world has evolved for the girls who are those girls. But however, how be ever, that is not what the basis of drag was, is for me. Absolutely. For we are in the club. We are we are engaging and making people feel something. Yes. Are um, on stage. And so some girls just, you know, they're models. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's sort of evolved into that. And so, yeah, it's okay. But I'm still going to be with my old school queens that can put on a show like Miss Tamisha that Iman. That part. You know? You, you know, you know, oh, you just did that, yes. Old mm -hmm. school. Because you know mm -hmm. she slay. Slay. Okay. I mean, she so. she's probably my favorite of this season. Um, 
But while we're on the topic, what do you think of the top four? Um, expected, actually. Expected, was, yeah. Uh, yeah, expected. Um, and it's really like they're all there for different reasons, you know what I mean? And whether you agree with the reasons or not, they're valid. You know, um, you got, got Nick, who is completely an artist and yeah the drag is unbelievable mm -hmm. um the story is compelling and touching and inspiring um and he's shown who he is and we've actually got to you know experience his discovery through his experience on drag mm -hmm. which was really great and beautiful to see uh, you got Candy Muse, who is loud, obnoxious, everything a lot of people would hate. <laughs> right. However, the bitch is hilarious. Yes. She has questionable choices in drag sometimes, but she still is hilarious about yes. that. You know what I mean? Like, she's mm -hmm. like she's in on it. And um, she's good. And she's really good. And and I, I don't take anything from her. She's loud. She's, she's, she can, but who isn't? You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> you, you like know, I said, you, my thing about Candy Muse is, as I've said on the podcast before, my I like my queens a little bit ratchet sometimes, or a lot of bit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and she is that. She yes. is that ratchet girl, but like she's a real bitch. She ain't gonna she gonna say what she say. You ain't gonna have a question about where you stand. With right, her. and I can respect that. Right, you know what I mean. I'd rather know where I stand with you. And then you got um um. Who else you got? You Rose. Got, uh, Rose, who is just sheer talent. Yeah. Right? The bitch is, she knows her craft and she's mm -hmm. so passionate about it. She came off a little bit like, mm, I was like, mm, that's what okay. I thought. I was like, the All ego's right, a little too baby. big coming in. It was strong. It was coming in a little hot. Because <laughs> uh. <laughs> there's that fine line of coming in with confidence and arrogance. And it's like, yeah. do you think you're all that? Or are you, you know, do you find pride in what you do? You you got to that part. Tip that lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now that we got to see, it's more about the pride in what she does. And, um, and has the chops to back it up. So right. I'm, I'm like so good with Rose and she's deserving of uh, being there um, as well. And then Simone has just like from day one. I'm just, yeah. I'm just like, can we just have a moment? Like she's like been my favorite from the beginning. One, from oh. the beginning, from beginning, the get go, baby. Like she came in like the promo and was just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> who did your mm -hmm. eye go to in that promo? Right. You know what I mean? And it was just like in her little meet the queens. I fell in love. She's so charming and so sweet. And then just. Her display on the runway has been impeccable, impeccable, and always with a statement and a bold message and being 100% her unapologetically like, this is my blackness, bitch. Get yes, me. yes. And that is so good. Oh, I love it. Let me ask you, obviously with the show being on as long as it has, I, I've seen a lot of fan theories online lately of 
obviously the fans are crazy in their own right, but <laughs> I said it, not you. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, really doubling down on is the, is the show sort of really driven by what the producers want? Based on your experience, how would you respond to that? 100%. Would you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, the, the like, why? Because like it's evident, like you can see the setup, like like <laughs> history has shown. History, that, we have receipts. <laughs> I mean, bitch, roll the tape. Um, like there was no shock. Was there a real shock that me and Manila were gonna be up against each other in All Stars Four? Not at all. Was, ever, was there any doubt that that was never in the cards? Like, come right. on, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. I know. There's a there's a naive part of me that wants to believe that it's all organic and it's like, well, yeah. maybe they were the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like and I <laughs> And I come from production and I'm a producer, so I don't know why I'm so naive, because if I was a drag race producer, I would say in the meeting, well, we're going to have to have Latrice and Manila face off because that's just good shit. <laughs> right. That's like, hello. So it's, it's, it's um, but the thing of it is, it's, I, I want to say that it's, uh, it is organic in a way uh, that they manipulate the situation and then you have to organically deal with it. So <laughs> <laughs> they will they will produce it so much, but then you have to deal with your own fucking fate. You have to deal with your own, yeah, that's really what happens. So um wow, interesting. It's, 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 well, it's, I mean, I guess I knew the answer to my own question because again <laughs> because again, you know, I I don't think there, you know, people always say reality TV is scripted, and I say based on my experience and having friends that work in the field, it's not necessarily scripted, but there are producers for a reason. It's not just yeah. like people with cameras happen to follow what's happening organically. Like they have to produce a TV show. Yeah. So it has to be a situation to, to worth camera time. Like, so what are we talking about here? What are we doing? What's the <laughs> right. Well, do we have producers to gently remind you that this person said this about you? then mm -hmm. and how do you feel about that don't you think you want to go and ask them right and so then that's how that conversation then starts right <laughs> right yeah. just a slight nudge just a little nudge but <laughs> your own words you use your words and how you would feel you know? right so uh, that's it what were your what was your thoughts last week you had um lawrence cheney on the pod yes yes what were your thoughts uh, on Drag Race UK? What a what a uh, phenomenal season! Like phenomenal. Um, you know, I love that franchise uh, so much because those girls, to me, uh, you can feel that although they're competing, um, that there is a genuine joy and love for one another, and they're in on the joke. They're in on what's expected and they do a good job. But through all the bullshit, when it gets to it, like to the root of it, they're sisters. They really, you can tell that they're sisters and they really right. do care 
Um, and so that's why they bring me so much joy, even though they're so shady too. They're shady. Yes, too. but they know how to do both. Yeah, and that's the part that makes good drag, and that's what makes yes. good entertainment. That's why the earlier seasons of Drag Race was so good because we were ruthless. And they have, yeah, you, <laughs> you have to know how to read and then be kind too. I mean, perfect examples: Bianca Del Rio, you. I mean, go down the list. It's like go you down, can be, yeah. you know, you can be shady and you can do X, Y, and Z, but you got to have that kindness factor at the end of the day, or yeah. you're just a fucking bitch. Yeah, for the sake yeah. of being mean, you know. And right. That's never a good look because you know. People and again, kind of like <laughs> going back to the rosé thing. It's, it's it reminds me of that confidence arrogance thing. It's like it's a fine line between being able to read and just being nasty. Right, that's the ver that that's the line that Utica couldn't get right. Oh, poor you! Oh, honey, Utica girl, why, why do you girl. think that was? Because to me, she seemed like such a midwestern or sweetheart type. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are the ones. So <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones. You gotta, yeah, you gotta watch out for them, honey. They got lakes and things, and the mama there always told me that. Still water runs deep. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Utica couldn't tread that line because her confessionals were one way. And then, no, she would say something to the girl. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to be fine. You're wonderful, beautiful. And then her confession was like, oh, she's in trouble. I think she's going to be doing this hard. I was like, you two face bitch. Wait a minute. Yes. You just flipped from what you just said. Even in Untucked, one of the episodes, I, the girls were kind of calling her out and being like, off camera, you are a different person. And I was like, yeah. oh, they are reading her and yeah. being like, America, watch out because this bitch is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and so it showed in that roast. Big time. So, yeah. What do you think of, um, speaking of drag race feuds and sort of shade versus meanness, apparently... Uh, in the UK, Vinegar Strokes and uh, Taste got into it a little bit. Did you see this? No. Oh, so apparently Vinegar said Taste, you know, didn't really belong in the top and sort of wasn't that great. And Taste said about Vinegar that she was just jealous. I feel like these back and forth on Twitter things are just too much. It's like, how about you just support each other at this point? They're not even on the same well. season. Not on the same season, and it's probably something she said in her podcast or her review show because I think Vinegar was doing a mm, mm -hmm. situation as well. Um, but you know, I say what I say also, but I think the girls know where it's coming from. You know, it's not coming from a place of just utter shade and whatever. If I'm coming down on like Bimini's tape, I could not let it go. Still not letting go. Um, like when that tape was showing on the runway. I oh, her oh the actual it. tape. <laughs> yeah, like her actual duct tape for sure. Duct tape, bitch. <laughs> and, and I couldn't let it go, but it was coming from a place of like love and sisterhood because right. I didn't know she's better than that. And the bitch almost won. Like she came back oh. and just improved us all wrong. Yes. And showed us who she was. But you know, it's 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 like not high school. This is not middle school. You all are grown ass men mm -hmm. and are actually going back and forth on Twitter. Pick up a right. phone, 
Pick totally. Up the phone. You're in the same con- freaking continent. Uh huh. And handle that shit like grown right. people. But the fandom don't need to see all that. They're no. already toxic enough, and then they see like right. It's not helping. It drives me nuts. It does not help. It makes it seem like it's okay. Then it gives them license to comp- continue to do their toxic behavior, and then you wonder why it escalates so fast because you all feed into it. Right. So, like, I don't get it. You never. You ain't. You don't. You don't see me in the. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not doing that. I don't have the time or the energy. Right. All right, one more Drag Race question. After doing, you've done three seasons, yes? <laughs> no shade. I just want to, I just want to oh, fact really? check myself. That? Where's the snake rattle at, bitch? Well, would you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you, no, would you go back if they did? No. Oh, we're done. If they did shit. There was nothing they can do. Okay. Nothing they can do. They did what they did, and I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, hey, you don't need to do it anymore. No, I've moved on. It's like there comes a time where you have to like just let things go. And this is not for me. Um, that's not my path. Mm-hmm. And so I'm accepting of that and I'm great. I don't need it because there's a different way to get where I'm going. And RuPaul's Drag Race is not that way. It's right. a platform. It has been a, a great way of getting um, known and establishing who I am. But I'm my my existence doesn't end on it. <laughs> depend on whether or not I'm crowned uh, America's Next Drag Superstar. Yeah, no. For ten minutes because there's another franchise. <laughs> there's another one coming. <laughs> Don't <laughs> blink or you'll girl. miss it. <laughs> right. It's not like the old days when you get to rain the entire year. You got to maybe three, four months, <laughs> and then the next. Year it's so crowned. true. Sorry about it. It's just lost its luster now. Yeah, you're right. So it's really like losing is the new winning, bitch. The girls who haven't won are working, honey. Yes. So Booked I'm and busy. Blessed. I love it. Speaking of booked and busy, I hear you're crossing the pond in May. I am. I am. I'm leaving at the actual end of this month. So probably by the time this time uh, I'll be I'll be in London. Okay. But, uh myself and Willem are starring in our West End debut of Death Drop, this drag the Christie murder mystery. Um which I've been reading the script. It's actually going to be a lot of fun for me, I think. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm with Willem and uh, the uh, uh, anaphylactic. I mean, there's so many amazing, uh, talented queens that are going to be involved. Um, Wait, I saw that when you posted on Instagram about doing this, and I saw it featuring anaphylactic. I was like, that I, I haven't heard a better drag name in okay. years. Years. Anaphylactic. That's a name. That's a name. <laughs> so, do you know these these uh, London queens that are in the show, or are they going to be I new? Think, um, I think they're going to be new for me. I think I might have crossed we crossed paths a couple of times, maybe in passing. But nothing like this. So I'm going to be living with these bitches. Not literally living with them. <laughs> I'll be there because uh, no, I'm not living with nobody. Children. No, you're going to have to give me my own apartment, my own loft. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> so this is something that um, Courtney acted with Vinegar Strokes, right? They were the first ones to say? Yes, Courtney, Monet, Exchange. Oh, yeah, Monet went. Yeah, they fronted the play. 
And um, then since, you know, the pandemic happened, um, they've had other obligations, obligations come up. So okay. they weren't able to come back. And so we are going to go uh, play that's, it. That's and, great. Yeah, are you going to bring the hubby? No. Or is it time for a little time apart? It is time for a little time apart, <laughs> but <laughs> um, uh, it's it's a long time apart. I wasn't, you know, I, I could have did a, a month and been okay, but three of them, mm-hmm. a lot. Um, not to say that he can't come and visit, but he does have his own thing going on. Right. Um, his uh, show, All Things Men on Wild Presents, has been picked up for another six episodes. Right. I love that idea. Yeah. And yeah, it's um, so cute. He conceived it all. That's his, his, his thing. He, um, they have a little secret Facebook group that he has started for the drag husbands and assistants. And, love uh, it. We're not allowed in there. Uh oh, that's where the real tea is. You want to talk about untucked, baby? (laughs) They are they already been untucked. They ain't been tucked ever. So um, it's all hanging out. (laughs) It's all hanging out in there, and so uh, yeah. So Wild picks it up, and the people are loving it and getting to know the men behind the men. You know, right? Because you know, it's it's because that's fascinating in and of itself baby and they got their own things going on but they are intertwined with our lives and Mm -hmm. it's very it's a weird balance to have to do and navigate um it's very unique so uh yeah he's he's gonna be here filming that so i love that aside from uh death drop do you have any other live performances coming up because i have to tell you latrice and i know it's maybe not like the most like cool thing to do of like kiss ass whatever but i have to tell you i saw your show on fire island with your husband oh really and let me tell this was it had to have been maybe eight 2018 maybe yeah, 17 yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. it was oh, with brandon i came over for brandon yeah, yes yeah. uh it was the best live drag show i have ever seen ever wow that you, is major yeah, and I'm not just saying that. I, I, I was in the front row kind of to the side and I, you know, you took us through your story and you took us, you know, in, in a, inside your, you know, vulnerable past, present, future and told some really amazing candid stories. I was ugly crying. And then somehow by the end, I'm on my feet clapping like I'm in church. I was like, I just went through all the emotions. <laughs> That is the Latrice Royale experience. That's what you're gonna get. Yeah, you're gonna go through it. Um, but thank you. That's a really bold statement. Um, yeah, I um, right now am thinking that like because I'm I'm definitely I want to see if this theater experience is gonna line up with the passion that I have for it. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I. Um, I've never done a full out run like this, where it's seven shows a week. Mm, oh, right. Straight. Oh, this is like full on Broadway. This isn't just yeah, like two was, nights a Yeah, okay. Oh, baby. No, yeah. This is West End is very, you know, that's the, their version of, of, of Broadway, Broadway. Yeah. It's Broadway. So it's very prestigious. It's, it's musical, it's theater. It's, you're there. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the West End. So it, it's full on. Um, 
and I've never done it. And so I know the work is going to be a lot mm-hmm. and there's a definitely going to be a rhythm, but I like rhythm and I like, um, I like, uh, knowing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Right. If I don't have to think about it and just go and do, I can start having a lot of fun with it, you know? Um, so I hope that's what happens. You know, I'm really right to have a lot of fun with it. And, um, that's going to be great. So you're looking to do more theater and more. Yeah. 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 It's just scripted work because, right. Um, you know, I, 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 I like it and I'm good at it and yeah. it shows, you know, I, I had a great time with the Ruby Royale compa- campaign. Um, so a lot of nuts. Honey, we, I was just going to say, we got to talk about the nuts before you go. Those, those, those ads were hilarious. Hilarious, right? Yes. And the, it was just well written. They knew who I was. And mm-hmm. was, <laughs> what would Latrice say? And right. Well, nice. aside from you making nuts popular on Drag Race, <laughs> how did the Ruby Royale actual nuts come to be? How did this That's whole camp? So crazy, right? Okay. So Squirrel Brand, who is the parent company, um, um, who have a lots of gourmet nuts and they've been in business since like 1888 um oh. that yeah it's, it's but like vintage nuts yeah the nuts <laughs> are like those nuts that your grandma might get because they sell them on qvc and stuff right but you're not just gonna pick them up at walgreens or cvs or right boots or whatever you got yeah um, you have to you know order these nuts but um, they were looking to, they had came up with these nuts called Ruby Royale because they got, it features the Ruby Cacao um, confection. And so this is a new confection that's, you know, crazy in the world. This is red cacao beans. So like, what's that about? And it tastes so fruity. So they came up with the mix. They had the name. And when they were speaking to the marketing firm, um, at Huge, they were um, talking to the um, executive, and he was like, you know what would be cool if we can get Latrice Royale on this? And, because he's a Drag Race fan. And they didn't think that it was going to happen, but they contacted my people, and I was like, what? Nuts? And me? Absolutely. And they had sent out the brief and um, storyboard, and I was just like, oh, yeah, this is all me. It has is, all over it. That's amazing. See, I thought it was something that you created mm-hmm. on your own. The fact that they reached out that you would be like a spokesperson. Yeah. In like that old fashioned way of like coming on with a brand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. that's For real. that's not only a testament to the the you know the drag race success, but also you as the talent, as one of the yeah. you know big names from the show. That in a pitch meeting, they'd be like, uh, "Nuts! How about Latrice Royale?" And then <laughs> right. it happened. And then it happened. And I'm obsessed. It was crazy. Like crazy. I know you. I know you saw. It was just crazy. All of them. Well, speaking of QVC, you were on. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> live from your kitchen. I saw it. Live from my kitchen. Like, was that not amazing? First, first queen ever to grace the QVC network. Well, about time, because QVC's been around forever, too. 
forever too. So, but I did think when I saw the behind the scenes shots on your social media, I was like, I bet Latrice is the first drag queen. Yeah. Cause my mom's like an avid QVC watcher. So I grew up watching it. I didn't see no Queens. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. How was that experience? Were you nervous? It was amazing. Um, I was nervous. Of course, at first, you know, I, cause that's a little different than like what, Oh, you know, a lot different. There's a you go through a seminar. There was a mm. whole week of training that I was going through, and I was in meetings and conferences, and you got to get certified and all those kind of things Stop. to get, even get into the kingdom. Like they said, getting into uh, getting on QVC is like getting citizenship into a new country. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I mean, it really I mean, I don't doubt it, but just hearing it is like, hilarious. Yeah, and I it was the fastest that I've ever like they've ever put anyone through because um normally it's a process and you have months of preparation. We did it in a week. We did it in a week. Wow. Boom, and I'm on. And so yeah, it was a lots of tests and skypes and this and that. But oh my God. I got the keys to the kingdom and I'm certified. Yes. So Are you gonna go back on? Oh, I would love to. Like maybe with my own product or maybe with a new product with yes. I would love to, you know, get in there. And now that we have got this kind of relationship, I'm speaking it into existence. But um I do have ideas of because I'm a foodie too and I mm-hmm. love would love to like do like you said now, create um right that mix that you know girl brand would obviously produce and we, we, we make some more magic happen. yes oh i people, love that people gonna so... want to know what's next you can't just yes you know they're gonna want to know what's next and so, people love those kitchen segments on qvc and so like you just said i mean you and like david venable and the qvc <laughs> foodies come on bitch yeah yeah and i love it thrilled. it was a thrill to be an honor to be with him in his kitchen that was so much fun so so fun all right before you go i want to play a quick game quick questions abrupt answers okay so it is 25 rapid fire questions latrice royale i'm gonna need you to not think and just and blurt out whatever's at the top of your head so bad at this okay okay favorite time of day night <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. What drag queen's gonna say morning? I mean, dream vacation, tropical island. Something people love but you hate. People love but I hate. Oh, oh, I don't even know. Um, Taylor Swift. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Favorite scary movie. Halloween. Least favorite activity. <laughs> Working out of the gym. Ultimate pet peeve. Lion. Favorite real housewife. Oh, Candy Barrett. Favorite person to follow on social media. Hmm. Candy Bears. <laughs> yes, man. Right. Favorite actress? Meryl Streep. Movie you quote the most? Uh, Phil Magnolias. Yeah. 
dead celeb, <laughs> dead celebrity you miss the most? Oh, oh. Uh, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Something you wish did not exist. Trump rallies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thing you love most about yourself. My heart. Favorite live performance of all time. Brazil, Sao Paulo, and Carrie Griselle. TV show that you've watched the most. <laughs> Golden Girls. Oh, yes, bitch. Mine too. <laughs> Pop star you love. Madonna? You might have already answered this, but pop star you hate. I don't hate her though. I just don't like okay. her. I don't. I don't get the fad. I don't. Right. <laughs> I don't yeah. Like okay. Reality TV obsession. I'm obsessed with like Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Something you're excited about. Change. Favorite place to go with friends. Jet skiing. What makes you nervous? Change. What was the last thing you bought? Like food-wise, because it was food. <laughs> ice cream. It was ice cream from Cold Stone. Favorite cuisine for takeout? Oh, Italian. What were you doing right before recording this podcast? Smoking a blunt. <laughs> What are you going to do? Duh, bitch. Why am I supposed to get through this with Joe? <laughs> and last but not least, what are you going to do right after recording this podcast? Smoke a blunt. Bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Bitch. Latrice, I adore you so much. I am so glad that we met a couple years ago and have become friends. Uh, I'm going to hit you up when I come to Florida. Well, you're going to London, yeah. so I don't know when I'm going to see well, you. I'll be back in July, so like, I don't know when you're And then what about New York? Are you going to come up? Um, Eventually, because I'm pro- like, when I get back, I'll probably come up, but it won't be for work. It's, it's going to be just for fun. Okay, then that's when we're getting together, um, unless I make it down to Florida before then. Yeah, yeah, but hit me up. All right, I will. Give me, give kisses to your hubby for me. And thank you so much for coming on. And I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch. Okay. All right, darling. Take care. You too.